I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I don't puff blunt, so I always got my breath. Never had to battle with a bulletproof vest. They call me cock weasel, but I, but I still cave a chest. I don't wear jerry curls because I'm now from the West. No disrespect to the West. True indeed. I rock it to the East. The East is the seed. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We're in the house saturday morning yes yes y'all so you know what that means feedback time yes it is this is the one time a week where the, the guys at the blackout tip.com and take some time out to thank all the people who donate to the show that keeps the pirate ship afloat as adam carolla would say um yes we uh, and you know what and this crew work hard this is a crew of two mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta stay putting wind in ourselves so yes you do i uh, definitely want to thank everybody for that um because without y'all it wouldn't be a show i know it's so um so uh first things first um the motto of the show is nothing wrong it's funny yeah remember that people we do this five times a week yes yes and you can leave comments and stuff on the blackoutist.com you can donate there you can subscribe you can vote in the polls just a bunch of ways to keep in touch with the show all at the blackoutist.com you can even watch the live show right from the front page of the blackoutist.com we do that for y'all people yes we do and because we don't want you guys to ever feel like where do i go to listen to the show now you know okay and mm-hmm. knowing is half the battle i clear it is um let's talk about the people who donated because so many people gave this week and uh we need it so thank you everybody that took some time out to give man yes um, uh elliot d out of straight up canada hey hey neighbors niggas is healing us on canada can yeah, up there with chandela.com and more can p campbell and that crew Christopher S. says, congrats on your escape from the plantation. Don't you ever look back. You just keep pushing. Ah! The humor of the show and Karen's joy and optimism are exactly what I need while I try to push through this L.A. traffic. Thanks, Christopher, the dog trainer. You get to training those dogs, Christopher. Yes. Believe in yourself. Thank you very much, sweetie. The esteemed Helen Van Lowe of the Van Lowe Foundation. Yes. The, uh, we will be seeing you um, next week, madame. Yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, B. Cole, of course, the cubicle Negro. He hooked us up with the do- recurring donation. Uh, Mr. Span, recurring donation. How that nigga out of Detroit? Finally out of Detroit. I know. Welcome to your freedom, my friend. Yes, my brother. How's it feel tonight? I bet, I bet every day in his, in Mr. Span's life right now is like Ice Cube's today was a good day. Hell yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Probably steam music as he walks around. He probably went outside without the AK. Today was a good day. I know. Uh, Two Fish with the recurring donation. Thank you, sweetie. Angela P. Recurring donation. Thank you, Angela. Miss Crisable. Recurring donation. Hey, girl. This is all this black love we're getting. The playmaker, Michael Irvin, probably uh, showed up at the Cowboys draft and then said, hey, let me make my recurring donation. Of course. Mark A., Recurring donation. Thank, Thank you, Mark. sweetie. Um, Terry W. Recurring donation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this is crazy. Damian Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Recurring donation. Louis E. Jr. Recurring donation. That's an old black man's name. Yeah, Louis E. Jr. sound like uh, some type of uh, preacher or something. Yeah, Louis E. Jr. He's about 85 years old. He preaches down... And down there at the corner store, Baptist, <laughs> over the rock church. <laughs> over the rock. 
uh, the inspirational sermons of Louis E. Jr. Yes. Can, all, can be yours for nineteen ninety nine. Yes. Just call BET 100. Um, <laughs> yes. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Hit us with the recurring donation. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you, Nikki. Um, Tavon S. One time donation. So Thank one time for your mind. Tavon. Yes. Uh, Sterling, the aka the wound god, recurring donation. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, Antonio A hit us with that one time donation. Um, and his message says, it's from assholes in America. Well, thank you. There's a lot of assholes in America, so that I'm glad that they found a way to give us some money. Oh yeah, we'll take assholes money too. Jason H with the recurring donation. Mm-hmm. Chandra G. Diddy F. Thank you, Diddy. Try not to say y'all's last name, guys. Okay. Um, and if that's okay with y'all and y'all want me to, just email us and let us know. I don't, you know, I'm trying to keep everybody's stuff straight. I got people telling me, don't call them by the email name, but you can call them by the nickname. Don't call them by the real name. I, you know, call me impossible white man. You know, it's, it's a lot of stuff <laughs> going on oh. in my head when I'm reading these. I'm just hoping I don't fuck y'all up. So thank y'all sincerely, everybody that donates, because literally uh, y'all help pay the bills around this bitch now. Yes, y'all do. And oh, yeah, before I forget, mm-hmm. your mama gave another donation. Shout out to your mama. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my mom in case she's hearing this. Uh, love you, mom. Yeah, because so. last thing you wanted to do, we show up at the cookout. She'd be like, you know what? I heard the show. Well, we got to keep your hair fresh. You know? I ain't that uh, clean. I'm trying to tell you. You know, people that do hair, your hair and stuff, treat them nice. Um, all right. So uh, we have some iTunes reviews. Can we read those first? Let's do it. Uh, how do you get your iTunes review read on the show, Karen? You can get your iTunes review read on the show by going to any Apple device that you have and going to your iTunes. And in your iTunes, type in the top corner, the black guy who tips. And as you go in, you should see uh, something that says uh, submit a review. Submit a review, give us five stars, and write something in the box so that we can actually read it because that's what we want. We don't, like I said, when when you leave the um, stars without saying anything, we can see them, but it's a little different than you actually writing something in the box yeah um because if you like us and you love us i don't care if you write i heart you we don't care if you you know talk about our mamas we don't care if you promote your own shit as long as the five stars we will read it and if you don't have an apple device or you're not uh a member of uh itunes you can go to itunes.com make a uh itunes account if it's nothing but just for us and leave us a review all right let's get to reading them let's do it here's the first five star review by roro d it's called Dim Thrones. I love the five day format and you are Karen, you and Karen are so funny. You guys are a great team. I started watching Game of Thrones and have finished season one. I don't feel like I need to bother to watch the rest because you guys give such a great review. Keep up the great work and I'm going to become a monthly subscriber. Thank you. Woo-hoo! You know what's funny is how many people go, I don't watch Dim Thrones, but I just love y'all talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. so funny and, to me. And the funny part, y'all, is I don't watch Dim Thrones either. That's yeah. going to be even funny, but they just make it so much fun that I just enjoy going on with the rider. I might catch bits and pieces of it. And, and y- I, y'all really make it so much fun. That's crazy, man. I would have I would have, I, I can't help it. If someone talks about something I'm even vaguely interested in, I have to go catch up. I just can't help myself. So funny by Robert4042. He says, I hear Rod, I heard Rod on the Evening Jones and thought I should, I would give the show a listen. I love it. Them Thrones is the best recap of Game of Thrones. I always look forward to it. And uh, it was five stars, and the title was so funny. Thank you. Diggy's mom writes, fabulous five stars. I discovered this podcast via Facebook. 
and haven't looked back since well good finally some of those facebook dollars are paying off i clear because we do be paying facebook to get it out there yeah sometimes (laughs) we do the chemistry between ryan and karen is great i love the reviews for them thrones and up until a few weeks ago hadn't even watched the show and now i'm hooked you guys do an excellent job and are most entertaining i think also us talking about them thrones uh game of thrones in like kind of a plain regular way yeah kind of helps because we're we're not all pretentious and high-minded and all about kiki the shit and i'll be like well, if you have not read the book and watched the series it's yeah. almost like we talk to like normal people who go okay whatever the hell y'all talking about it's funny and, yeah. and we watch it like you would watch reality tv or something that's that and that makes it fun the only thing i don't like now is that people who read the books are starting to like write in or mention me on twitter and like hint towards shit that's gonna happen in the book don't do that no. i just want to watch the show and enjoy it for myself if you know what's gonna happen good for you man i, I chose not to read the book because i don't want to know what's gonna happen and you guys are just getting my real-time analysis i'm not obsessed with being right i might be wrong about some shit i'm guessing like what it, i think is gonna happen yeah. just like everybody else um you know uh you know if there's clues and stuff you want to give me i don't want them i just want to watch it enjoy it and, and have fun talking yeah, and shit. Be surprised and shocked like yeah. anybody else. Um, Akuna Matata, five stars by Rebelly says, "Keep up the great work, Rod. Hope you never, never, ever, never, ever, ever find a job, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Loving the five episodes per week schedule." Well, people like you not working. That's like shit. He stopped working. We get five days a week. We don't got the website up or, you know, the website change. Right. We get ready to get premium content. That's like, no, nigga, don't ever go back to work. I know, man. People <laughs> were like, fuck that, that was like, we get Battlestar Galactica updates and right. shit. That was like, yeah, hey, fuck this. Right. <laughs> Even if I don't watch it, I just like to see you talk about it. Uh, we had some, um, some comments on the actual show page of course you go to the blackout tips uh you can leave a comment on the page like comment on each episode comments in the polls we appreciate everybody that does that we do um, it's an easy way to get your voice heard on the show the first episode we had was 457 bestiality of the floridian wild um and that was when uh uh chill called in and talked to us for like 10 minutes just about uh why it was okay with her that um people like to uh apparently get down have with sex animals. with animals in florida and stuff and uh you know uh so the poll was would you rather um wait what why is it cutting this comment off hold on a Uh-oh. second let me uh let me uh get to something oh, give me one second guys <laughs> that was, it just cut the the fucking thing off man let's see uh um okay all right would you rather oh that's because i wrote it that way i'm a dumbass <laughs> i was like why is it cutting it off oh because that's how i framed the question uh it, it was would you rather eat food where the animal had probably been fucked had probably been fucked by a human before just means people had sex with your food would you rather eat that or would you rather eat food where the preparer hadn't washed their hands it's real catch 22 yeah because both of that's nasty that was the choice the chill gave us and like true animals everybody decided that they would rather eat an animal that's been fucked by a human than an animal where the preparer hadn't washed their hands 
Yeah, cause you know one thing about sperm, the temperature gets the right temp, the, uh, the meat gets the right temperature, you can cook that sperm the hell out of it, mm-hmm. but them hands dirty, you're gonna get sick. Uh, comments were, uh, from your hood lawyer, she says, as long as the human didn't leave cum on the animal or the cum was cleaned off the animal ah! prior to the preparation of the meal, then yeah, I'm going with food where the animal had probably been fucked by, probably been hit fucked by a human before. Besides, there's a chance that the animal liked it and a happy animal is a tasty animal, right? <laughs> well, she, she is Asian, so. Um, the tickler says, I'm not sure here. On one hand, I'm thinking so long as the fucking was before you cooked it, I'm good. But on the other hand, I'm thinking, nigga, we done had bird flu and swine flu. Why y'all trying to make goat syphilis and cow AIDS? <laughs> In the end, I say, oh, Florida. P-Funk says, I'm much more likely to get sick or catch something from the cook not washing his hands. Also, if you're eating a female anything, there's probably been some kind of sperm in it. Is cow jizz and goat jizz really any more or less appetizing than human spunk? I don't eat beef vagina anyway. Well, that's what you think. <laughs> You've had the stir fry at uh, the Golden Rock. Uh, Craticus says, <laughs> I don't think fucking it, it is significantly worse than all the, the shit we already do to the farm animals before we kill them and cook them. So there you go, guys. That was, uh, all the scholars had to say on that poll. <laughs> <laughs> we also had episode 458, Bulletproof Children, where we had Amber P on, mm-hmm. um, from the Black Sexy Geeky and Mental podcast. And yes. Later on, she had her DNA a thon. Um, I hope everything went well. I think she was almost at her goal last time I checked, so yep. hopefully she made it. Um, <clears throat> the poll was, are bulletproof kids uniforms a good idea, yes or no? No, one with 89%, but 11% of people think uh, bulletproof kids uniforms are the way to go. Uh, Eddie Long says, save our kids. Children are our most precious resource. They are so precious. Feed them well and let them lead the way. Uh, (laughs) Teach them all the beauty. (laughs) Undocumented Haitian says, (laughs) due to budget cuts, your PP kid doesn't get Secret Service protection or Kevlar. I know it's so. Aaron says, after Cricket made those baby 22s and earmuffs, they should have at least made toddler size G-Unit style bulletproof vests. (laughs) <laughs> so for those people that know cricket is a gun manufacturer specifically designed for children and uh you know, just youngest toddlers and shit um we had episode 459 gay rights and lefts where we had kev and montoyas from the beating the block podcast mm-hmm. uh come in we talked about jason collins coming out um and uh we had a good time uh let's see the, we had a couple comments on the actual episode lionel says What's going on, Rod and Karen? First, I may be the only person that thought I'd miss the old show format, but I've gotten well adjusted to the new format and like it. Anyhow, I want to write about the story about the Spanish dudes who tried to defraud the insurance company by cutting off parts of their arms. Um, yeah, yeah, we talked about two guys who cut off their arms to try to make insurance claims, um, and they both got found out that they did it themselves, one with a saw and people they they were able to tell that the cut was too too clean mm -hmm, the cut was too clean for most compared to most car accidents and stuff like that the reason why the insurance companies are so adept at catching this type of situation is because they use several types of field experts doctors engineers lawyers etc to recreate these accidents review the medical reports and exams review the police reports conduct interviews etc to determine their liability 
so that's how they can sniff out a fraud like this and deny their claims and be prepared if the claimant wants to sue them as always keep doing what you're doing peace yeah that's what i figured i mean you gotta figure their job is investigating accidents basically you Mm -hmm. know and people are ain't gonna pay if they ain't got to and sometimes they supposed to pay and still want if they can get out of it yeah and insurance fraud is one of the bigger things that you know people try to get over on so it would make sense Isaiah writes in, uh, cause we talked about how Magic Johnson got on Dwight Howard and I said I had to give him a pass cause he beat AIDS. And Isaiah writes in and says, Rod, you may give Magic the pass, but I won't. And I'm assuming this is Isaiah ah. Thomas. And I gotta say, uh, nigga, that's why you was left out the dream team cause it's shit like that. Oh, Learn Lord. how to let stuff go, Isaiah. <laughs> You've been listening time to the show all this time. Now you decide to, to write in. Come on, Zeke. Um, is Jason Collins coming out of the closet um, a big deal? Was the cold question, yes or no? Uh, 66% of people said no, it's not a big deal. 33% of people said yes. And I got to say, like, um, Karen, how did you feel about it? Mm. Was it a big deal, yes or no? Uh, it was a big deal, yes and no. And the reason why I say yes is because, like, out of all four our major sports, everybody knows gay people there, but he was the first one to decide to step out. So in that case, yes, that's why it was a top story. That's why they talked about it all week. But for most people, they go, okay, you gay, and kept it pushing. Mm-hmm. So for the average person, it was like, I got gay people around me all the time. This is not nothing new. You just happen to play a sport. But for the sports, the sports sphere or whatever, everybody act like this is some brand damn new information when it's not. Yeah, I, I won't lie. I actually think um I I think it wasn't that big a deal, and I like that it wasn't. Like, what what did if, if it was not a big a, de- a big deal? Why was it the top story? Like my my thing yeah, is, like, I, if it wasn't right, a big deal, I'm not it I'm not the top story. I'm not saying it wasn't like it, it was a, but I feel like the next day people were talking about other shit, and part of it is because he's not that good, you know. Honestly, if this was uh lebron james or, 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 yeah, or somebody bigger chris bosh yeah. or blake griffin or somebody like it, it would be a much bigger deal um but also i like that um it was just a headline because he basically he, you know had a press conference got on the circuit of talking to media but it didn't become an escalated like controversy people didn't try to take sides on it really for the most part uh people weren't you know players didn't act ignorant and say dumb comments and you didn't see like the guys on tnt try to roast them and shit Mm -hmm. like i I felt like it wasn't a huge deal in in a negative way because everybody was so accepting of it as just like okay you know yeah and and also i think that people that had issues with it we don't really roll in those circles well no i was paying attention to the media the main thing i noticed and we'll probably talk about tomorrow was chris broussard tried to bring in some like christianity into it okay so we'll we'll play his comments and but even with him saying that it i feel like I don't know. I felt like it would have got more play if it was more of a shock to everybody, you know? That, that's true. And also, I think, like I said, we don't listen to the local sports stations, but I guarantee you they talked about that shit for days. I really don't think so. Like, I really think, because, you know, Sports Center and all this, I think everyone just kind of moved on. And 
in a good way you know what i mean like i feel like if they would have still been harping on the fact that he's gay it would it wouldn't have been good like it would be mostly people trying to figure some way out to be like you got these gay people in the locker room and they're getting all these free booted looks and they're gonna you know like ah and and that didn't really happen for the most part like no one of import real other than chris Bassar, and he was pretty much roundly uh, you know, taken down for that, and he apologized and released some, yeah. a statement later. So, like, Talking about your job, dog. Yeah, it's cool to say that until they were like, you know what, dog, you don't apologize, we're gonna fire you. All right. Yeah, but you know, it's just kind of interesting that, uh, and and in a good way that people kind of didn't make it the the biggest of deals. Now, like I said, I think a part a lot of it's because his profile. Like, um, he he's not uh star he's not really yeah. good at basketball so there's that and then he had um what a lot of people didn't talk about in the sports world his pedigree left him with a lot of support from people in some very high places you know okay. like he went to he went to like uh uh what is i can't remember which school but it's like one uh, of the top schools yeah one of yeah. the smart schools like like harvard or stanford or some yeah, shit so, like, so so it's not like, like where it's kind of like an elite circle of, yeah. of of like people like he went to the same school as chelsea clinton you know what i'm saying so his support group was also right there you know what i mean so it, it was just one of those like okay the president is saying J- jason collins is the man and Bill Clinton is saying he's a man. And yeah. Like, and so people just came out pouring support. So right. Go, okay. There wasn't really a chance for too many people to try to come at this dude. Cause like, to me, a bigger deal would be like if Chris Bosch came out the closet, cause people have been like trying to like talk down on him and, and question his sexuality for years. Like if somehow, if like, I'm not saying he is gay. I don't think he is, mm-hmm. but if somehow he was gay, that would be a huge deal because people have already made it a huge deal in the first place. Okay, what did and that? then we would really see some ignorance and some, you know, we'd see what people really think uh, about it. But about for it. me, if he was, I go, oh well, just like I did with this story. But that's yeah. just me. Yeah, well, most, I, and I think that's a good thing that okay. that most people said, oh well, like in a good way. Like nobody said it in a mean like, no, 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 fuck you. Everybody just no. kind of was like, yeah, all right, you gay, cool, like cool story, bro um good luck with that you know that's true that was pretty much what everybody did and i i, I think that was good uh we had a t- couple comments uh shirley Wan says he's currently a free agent so it's not as big a deal it's not like he necessarily expected to return to a team but the fact that he came out after just having finished playing for the wizards has to be the shortest time a nfl nba mlb player has come out after being off a team roster so it's still something but it's not quite so significant that it should have gotten the white house's attention yeah i see what she's saying like but um yeah shit is symbolic and like i said he has a network in life like offside the court of some high some people with some authority man like yeah not too many dudes could be like i'm gay and then literally bill clinton is tweeting an hour after that shit like leave him alone y'all he cool and everybody's like yeah that's good yeah bill clinton say he cool he cool and you have to also uh consider the fact that out of all the sports he's literally the first one that's quote-unquote active you know, mm. even even though he's not on a roster, a lot of people have came out, but yeah, it's after they retire. And, and so it, it kind of is a big deal, even mm. though most people go, well, it don't matter. Yeah, it really does matter because any team that picks him is going to have to deal with that. 
anthony animal thug tatum says not a big deal at all but i don't agree with the jackie robinson of basketball comparison jason college averages less than four points per game who said jackie rock did we say that no but I guess so, well, that's someone must have wrote that or something. Yeah, I guess a lot of people, you know, on Twitter and stuff like mm. that, you know, talk about Jackie Robinson and kind of compare it since he was the first one to, right. you I know, get, I get it. Major League Baseball. I think since he's a free agent and getting up there in years, maybe he's looking to spin this into a book or sports casting for a career after the NBA. This is no doubt. This no doubt took courage, and I hope he found peace in this huge step in his life. Yeah, the only thing I don't like about people that, and maybe I, it's because I don't want to be cynical, but. I hate when people are like, what's the angle with them coming out right now? Is he trying to get a book? Is he trying to get a, like, maybe he's trying to not have to keep a secret that he's had his whole life, you know? Like, maybe it's not. that cut and dry. Yeah, like, you know, it takes a lot to tell somebody, like, you know, I'm gay or, you know, a lot of these dudes have to live lies. A lot of people Mm -hmm. live lies their entire life. Entire um, life. Getting married so, and everything, even though yeah. that's not even them. The tickler says, as a parent, I can tell you, we learn pretty quickly how to be calm when you see slash hear your kids screaming. Because if they see you freaking out, they amp their shit up and freak out more. Last thing you need is these little niggas bleeding all over the couch and carpet. Your dad did. Oh, these are. So why is he leaving a comment on the poll about when my tooth went through my lip? That's what I think this is about. <laughs> Last thing you need is these little niggas bleeding all over your couch and carpet. Your dad did that while considering missing the game on TV. This was in the time before DVRs, fucking up his sleep and costing of a co- cost of a copay. It's hard out there in these parenting streets. As for Jason Collins, this is a PR stunt to try and get another contract, just like Frank Ocean came out right before his album drop. Yeah, that's like that's what I'm saying. Like Man, I, I, don't, I, don't I don't know that need. this stuff um, necessarily uh, helps or hurts your potential to get a contract i know traditionally i I just you know what it is it's it's this i think people say that because they want to be dismissive of the fact that the dude is gay and that it takes courage to come out yep um and that it's bigger than a basketball contract it affects your whole life yes it does and they don't want to um really recognize the amount of discrimination and stuff that comes uh people who are homosexual have to deal with in real life especially openly openly homosexual so they try to turn it into like he's just trying to benefit him but it's like if this was so beneficial somebody would have done it a long time ago not in this position like somebody would have done this shit like uh as a 17 year old you know if this is really what you're saying like if this like it's is it like to me it's a lot like when white people say, Well, black people got it so easy because of affirmative action. You know, it's like, like Well, you're dismissing all of blackness. Yes, you are because of a couple of scenarios where you think a black person might come out ahead of a white person in this one particular case, you're dismissing every other part of blackness. And I feel like that's what people do with uh people that come out the closet where it's like frank ocean came out the closet so he can get his album sales it's like yeah but um he also is not just existing only to sell albums like ain't that the truth he has to do shit other than sell an album and coming out and saying you're bisexual is kind of fucking controversial and you can't take it back nope and you that and when you're dealing with 
uh, you know, artists and producers and rappers and people that uh, uh, would straight up say, I, you know, I don't like, I don't fuck with they, gay dudes. I don't fuck with yeah. gay, stuff like that. It makes a difference. And like you say, it's very, very how much dismissive. money? How much money do you think Jason Collins is going to make off of being gay? You know what I mean? Like that is just like is there's no logic to it. It's just I think people just say it. Like they they haven't really thought about what they're saying. It's like it's obviously a PR stunt. So you think he was sucking dick for PR? Ain't that the truth? You because you, you know you a think, lot of people need PR. Ain't that true? Do you think he'll walk in his job and about? Oh, you gave his extra you know five point five million dollars. It don't work like that. Yeah. So I don't know. It just really seems kind of dismissive, but okay all right um we also had another episode 460 raping and killaging where we talked about them thrones of course um uh we got a lot of comments on this one um <laughs> and we got uh the poll um the poll was uh do you think atheism is a form of autism because uh a scientist said that um not a scientist but a, like a uh, religious uh scientists anyway let's uh talk about the comments on the show andre no k says man i'm loving them thrones reviews y'all kind of skipped one thing i really wanted to hear y'all thoughts on i think barrister whom i refer to as old man strength knows drawer ain't shit okay barrister is the old man who joined up with uh the daenerys and um he saved her from that scorpion bug looking thing that was trying to kill assassinate her in the mall um in the city with the slaves and shit so and last week he told jorah like hey man you should probably step off because when we get back to um you know the main uh westeros or whatever you're gonna um attract some negative attention because you have a reputation as a slaver so mm-hmm. people aren't gonna want to fuck with you i could take it from here and jorah was like the fuck you mean you ain't you just got here you know um so he says <laughs> so he says uh andre no case says i didn't realize it until they showed them recaps at the beginning of the show it showed Varys getting word about the khaleesi from jorah last season do you think word of her increasing strength will get back to papa lannister in time for him to prepare um i guess it depends man you never know with Varys, like which way he's playing it honestly um he keeps a lot of shit close to the vest and whatnot and also he just likes to trade on information but we'll see i don't know if you can be prepared for them dragons i know so a separate observation Littlefinger has reached a new level of pimping he shall now be referred to as the dick whisperer this this nigga just knows your penis weakness as committed to caring as you are i just picture this nigga whispering in your ear when this pussy makes you come the air will taste like carnal dishes big ass chocolate chip cookies <laughs> and you'll have to go home and have the same conversation stannis and his wife had oh lord um, what kind of conversation was that the one where he told her that he was having sex with uh oh that's the one that's the crazy woman melisandra yeah the one with the pickled babies in a jar um hey man uh i i don't know what to say to that but i would not um cheat on karen for even the cookies i'm sorry guys i know um, and them cookies are delicious clout 2k wrote, wrote the longest feedback i've ever seen in my life god damn this better be good son of a bitch <laughs> i will this better be good good recap of them thrones as usual i missed the live show so i'm going to live comment the segment as always going to be lengthy so read at your own risk live comment the segment what is that is meta as fuck oh. anyway <laughs> it's like i'm reading my live tweets on the show and he's live tweeting the, the show 
the lot what okay anyway on the hound fight i had one thought about the justice system if what kind is what kind of fucked up world would i decide guilt or innocence based off a fighting skill put aside the obvious that a nigga like the hound could theoretically do as he pleases how is that remotely fair to the prosecutor i'm picturing jack mccoy from law and order with a sword in his hand and it ain't working everybody is innocent and whatever assistant da chick that he's fucking probably has a tape recording of their chat to play when this dude takes an l what kind of God would punish their followers? So more on that later. Oh, well, okay. By the way, did you peep that Lingus John put on the wilding girl? She didn't even want to be a wilding anymore. It's like John was in high school with the Podrick plotting with all the jocks while all the jocks are just powering through loose women. Rob Stark is the definition of the right dude at the wrong time. That I was just a watcher. Sitch was shit was my favorite line too. I'd do anything to be able to vote for this nigga, Rob, to be senator for my state. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I know it's fiction, but God damn it, name one president who ha- would have made that decision. Granted, if they did that back in the day, most of the country would be Mexico. And if they did that somewhat recently, most of the country would be Japan or Russia. Oh, Lord. Yeah, Stannis' wife was wild, but considering this, the disease his daughter has, why doesn't every dude from the Irons Islands have them scales on their face? I'm not questioning the author's vision, but I just think that would have done a lot to cement their level of fucking in the story. I don't get that. Poor Sansa. Again, this, uh, this is why you should never shelter your daughters. They have to be able to keep it real as the world around them. She was ill prepared for King's Landing. And I'm going to go ahead and blame Ned. He should have had Sansa in the archer pit with Arya. Arya, on the other hand, escaped and was out there seeing magic like, okay, how can that help me? If they had two Arya's, there wouldn't even be a hostage crisis. And Rob would be sitting on the Iron Throne by now. Now this nigga Rob out there trying to convince the Lord, the dude Lord Frey, he done already fucked over by not marrying his ugly ass daughter to give him an army. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about that too. I forgot to bring that up during the show, but he's, Rob is going to go back to Lord Frey for help. And Lord Frey is the dude that, that Rob stabbed in the back because he was supposed to marry Lord Frey's daughter, which would, you know, combine their kingdoms and shit. And he met this new chick and was like, mm, I'm good um so yeah that's what i'm looking forward to next week the con- the cat conversation is going to be epic it'll be like rod's story about the father trying to hook his daughter up with him at this job but instead leaving it at leaving it at that you go up to where they live and try to borrow the father's car not good fuck kia or however you spell his name kia okay karen was dead on they don't know shit about how the brain oh okay we talked about a person who said that uh people with autism lack they don't they all atheists because they lack the faith part of the brain yeah and that atheism is a form of autism so if you don't believe in god you're autistic somehow uh so yeah karen was dead on they don't know shit about how the brain processes faith that shit just sounded good to them because they just mad that each generation across the world is getting less and less religious actual studies prove that so what we all autistic on top of that atheism isn't defined by a lack of faith in everything it just means you don't accept the sign faith based on your race upbringing etc as an atheist you can have faith in your loved ones people you trust and people you believe in no problem so due to saying in a form of aut. Uh, it's a form of autism because niggas are being selective about that shit fuck kia good show as usual y'all stay cool can't believe i read that whole thing thank you malcolm writes in 
why has no one mentioned that rob was holding his hand in pain right after getting cursed by the dude he beheaded um because we didn't notice it or it wasn't a big deal at the time but if you're just trying to give us a clue because you read the book fuck you all right uh-huh. the poll was do you think atheism is a form of autism this is the f- one of the first polls ever that we got 100 percent on oh, no 100 percent, no i was surprised not one person was even trying to troll with this shit though like no uh mudslinger says i have autistic family members on the real autism is no joke y'all the more you know ain't that the truth charles s says on some real shit i find it hard to believe in or support religion when you have a majority of the dumbest motherfuckers becoming the most vocal advocates we need the more reasonable people within the faith of national platforms to speak but what can you do when the general consensus appears to be those who use religion as a reason not to have to think there are too many out there that don't know shit about the history behind the book that they covet more than logic, more than reasoning, and more than personal relationships. As someone who is currently struggling with my faith, all this negativity and idiocy, idiocy is destroying every religious fiber I have. Let me get to the point. I feel that this is, will be yet another tactic people use to ostracize others. I know I'm not alone on this, Charles S. Put all caps like on that last sentence. He made that was a serious statement. Mm-hmm. He's like, holla if you're here, man. That's what came across like Pac to me. Um, yeah. Episode 461, the latest episode. Oh, Florida. Uh-oh. Uh, this was me, me and Karen just on here alone, kicking it. Um, uh, we talked about a bunch of stuff. The movie Pain and Gain. Um, mm-hmm. Talked about movie trailers with spoilers and stuff. Mm-hmm. We had one comment. It's from C.01. Dear Rod and Karen. I love your show, first off, and I spend many hours at the gym listening to your show. With that out of the way, I had to comment on this episode mostly because I live in Florida. Well, South Florida, or North Cuba to be exact. Also, I'm a correctional officer with the Florida Department of Corrections. Oh, shit. The and I wanted, listening? Mm-hmm. The cops is listening. And I wanted to give the CO's point of view about speeding up our state's executions. I totally agree with you that the state should not speed up the death row process, mostly because... Our state is full of fucking idiots. With that said, I do believe in the death penalty. As long as the conviction came from solid evidence, as for the private prison system, they really do not care two shits about death row because they are allowed to pick which inmates they can accept. Uh, with this great privilege, they can pick the less violent inmates and leave the crazy motherfuckers to the, for the state COs to deal with. I didn't know that. Mm. That's crazy. Cause like, I, that's what I was thinking was like, why wouldn't they? The private prisons want these guys because it's like a guaranteed long stay. It's going to cost a lot of money. Uh, so they'll be able to just keep milking it. But apparently, you know, but you're, but yeah, these are probably your more violent offenders and shit. So they're, I didn't know they could just be like, uh, fuck it. We don't want this guy. Y'all kill him. Yeah, stay in the state. In just one week's my, my one week, my institution had 14 staff battery instances. And eight of those inmates were butt-ass naked and fucked up on bath salts. Oh, shit. Anyways, I love your show. And Karen, you're fucking great. Oh, yeah, Rod, you're cool, too. Black Tips Nation from CO1, C.01. So, Thank wow. you, sweetie. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. We um, do. Stay safe, man. Don't Please do. Watch yourself by them showers. I'm trying to tell you, we don't want to be reading articles about you, baby. Mm-hmm. The the actual uh poll for the show was are movie trailers revealing too much about the movies now? 
by the way i think this is another reason that i was a little underwhelmed by iron man 3 the last trailer showed too fucking much you know what it did like it uh because i knew too much shit that was gonna happen mm-hmm. i was waiting on certain scenes from the trailer to happen in the movies and some of those don't happen to the very end and, and i already know what's gonna happen and i feel like they kind of terminator salvation me like mm-hmm. i think that's part of why i felt a little underwhelmed i wish i uh, i wish like i know marvel is making these movies but i need the directors to have creative control over their trailers ain't that the truth because it's not it's not fair to spoil these guys hard work and hours you know a day before i go see a movie and uh what's even fucked up is that if you don't see the shit the day it come out even more gets revealed yeah like 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 if you didn't see it yesterday they probably might fucking show you the ending like right it's almost like they show you the credits and yeah and my thing is that the artistic word people spend money and like you said how much money do they not get from people going i'm not paying for something i've already seen yeah um so yeah here's uh the the people thought uh 76 percent of people said yes the trailers are too revealing leave something for the audience and 24 percent of people said no they're doing a good job but to me i'll bet you those are your people that don't go to the movies that often ain't that the truth like once a year there's a lot of people that don't even know why they don't go to the movies that often i bet you and it's not just a money thing Mm -hmm. because people find ways to spend money like i have friends that like i don't go to the movies and literally they'll have a hundred dollar tab that night it's Mm -hmm. like well it costs way less than that to go for me to go to a movie i know even with karen even getting food all this shit even if even if we go see imax 3d next it won't won't won't. cost that much so uh i really think what it is is people gotten so used to trailers and shit just spoiling movies for them that it's like i'm not gonna be impressed more than likely so why spend this money uh tight uh charles s says I think that trailers these days are mini movies, basically. If I already know what happens, then I'll wait till it's in red bo- at the red box or on cable. That's what I'm saying. Yep. I like the five, ten minute preview though. It gives you a taste without revealing anything you should have, that you should have to watch the movie to find out. Uh, I'm not I, sure what he no, means. I, I think a preview, honestly, if you want to do a real good preview, it really needs to be two minutes or less, honestly. Yeah. Two minutes or less is ample enough time to show me what i need to see and if it's some shit that you know is going to make money just show me the same fucking preview over and over and over and over and over again and i will get excited and come the first time and then like i will the 50th time because i go i'm gonna see that shit i know i've seen it but it don't it's like you don't have to show me a different maybe that's just me and my logic if i see christopher knows i'm like i'm gonna see that shit christopher he, nolan christopher knows what is he beyonce's dad i guess so <laughs> <laughs> i guess he is shit he might as well be um he's just as famous as she is but anyway mm-hmm. uh he could show me the same preview over and over again and i'm good like you don't have to show me anything different you don't have to show me anything extra you don't have to spoil it for me i'm good and satisfied with that yeah and the thing is like normally they sell me on like the second trailer or whatever and then they just keep going to they almost unsell me on the movie mm-hmm. where it's like well now i know everything. everything like i don't need to know everything you had me like the the first the original avengers trailer uh where they show the hulk catching iron man 
uh and you and you're like waiting the whole movie like when are they gonna do this shit oh there we go you know what i mean so that shit kind of blows me and it's whack yeah uh so uh we also have craticus who left a comment one of the big examples to for the me was the movie funny people i swear adam sandler got cancer and went into remission twice in the span of a minute and a half yes yeah i don't know who's who's chopping these trailers up but stop like just show us the stars doing star shit and then fucking stop like yeah uh, their motto is we gonna show you everything and you're like why that like i don't and like you say it's people that sit in offices that that don't have any creativity they might have thrown money at but they don't give a fuck about spoiling it as far as they can some people gonna go see it anyway and you're like no like especially these marvel movies you have our money stop you do stop i don't need to know every fucking detail i don't need to see the clips of tony stark on a a, getting surgery or some shit and now i gotta go when's he gonna get surgery you know what i mean so just stop um all right the let me play some voicemails we got two of them Hi, Ryder, and this is Ms. Crucible. I was listening to the last feedback show, and I just want to send out a message to, like, the young man. I think it's Howard T. Smith, I believe, like the 21-year-older. Um, I'm surprised that you guys didn't say, maybe you're getting too nice. Maybe you don't want to hurt his feelings, or maybe you weren't really thinking about it. But, honey, Howard T. Smith, you're a simp. You need to be direct with the ladies, and that's about it. But right now... You're being a simp. What I need for you to do is to go look through Rodderin's archives and listen to them simp shows. Because they, they, they explain it perfectly. I'm surprised that, you know, neither Rod nor Karen said that, but maybe they're trying to be nice. But I'm being nice right now by telling you that you're being a simp. You need to suck it up and be direct with these ladies. You can help out people if you want to, but if you think you can get something out of it without explicitly stating that, then... You're just being a film. All right. Hugs and kisses to all you guys, especially you to um, Howard T. Smith. Um, and I think that's it. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, thank you, Miss Crisable. Um, thank you, sweetie. First of all, I did not think he was a simp, that, which is why I didn't say it, because he actually said that if he does help like a woman move or something, he does it without even considering or thinking about it being some type of well, now you owe me some sex or something like that. And that, like. Was this an article or something we talked no, about? No, Howard T. Smith was a dude that called in last week and said that, uh, he, he had the confusing fucking, like. Oh, that voicemail. Email. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, an yeah, email. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and it was just very confusing. I didn't understand what he meant. He left a lot of details out, but it still had that feeling when you're reading something where it's like, even if this person provides me details, it is probably going to still be really confusing to me because they're just not able to really express themselves in a clear concise way um so yeah he he brought up some stuff with his like his cousin was saying some stuff about him being captain save a hoe or something and mm-hmm. it was just weird and he's like why should i have to lower my standards for this that and the other it's like i don't i don't know what you're talking about honestly <laughs> but i didn't call him a simp because i couldn't understand what the fuck he was talking about honestly miss crucible so if you could decipher that craziness and you understood it, good luck to you. And maybe he was simping and I just did, did not. Up on it. I don't speak crazy. Uh, next voicemail. Black Eyed Sips Nation, this is uh, Dad. I just came back from seeing Iron Man 3. And um, 
after what I've seen, I don't think they revealed too much from the trailers. They gave you a little bit of an idea of what's going to happen. With you know, they're going to have the Mandarin and the extremist thing. They just they didn't use it in a way that I, that I thought was going to be obvious. They was kind of, it was uh, and I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm gonna try not to, but um. It was pretty interesting. Now, he took plot points and certain things from the story, Iron Man, and the comics, and they used it in the, the, uh, the movie. I don't know if it's the last, I think, what, Avengers 3 might be the last Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man movie. It's, I think Robert Downey Jr. is pretty much the, the best superhero, as far as superheroes goes, as far as translating from comic books to movies. He's the best actor because... Iron Man can be pretty boring. I'm not reading the comics. I'm not that big of a fan of the character himself, but I like the Avengers comics. And he's the one who's he really brought life to that character. Now, one of the things I am surprised about, not the actual Mandarin reveal, and if you've seen the movie, you know what, it is, you know what I'm talking about, but the reaction to certain fans and fanboys or whatever, I mean, it's not true in the comics. Something happens in it. There's a certain plot point. There's a certain twist. There's a couple of twists in the movie, but there's a certain twist where it's going to be with it if you're so beholden to the actual the lore of the story. You know, it's going to lose you. And there's a lot of people that are upset that they didn't stay lavishly true to the comic. And I, and I rolled with it. Like, of course that makes sense. I'll just say this. You can't certain comic book characters that are from certain eras, because this is 2013. You can look at it as politically correct or whatever, but it, you just can't. Certain African groups might be too upset if you met certain characters exactly how they were in the comics. You're making them basically stereotypes and making them yellow face. You can't and use yellow face. I'm just saying, 2013, you can't use yellow face and expect people to get away with it. And that's what would happen if they say absolutely true to get And that makes sense to me. But anyway, I enjoyed it. I just want to hear your feedback. All right, Karen, all right, Rod, y'all take care. All right, niggas. <laughs> Peace. Um, I will say this. I, if you're talking about the casting of the Mandarin character and using an Asian person to be that character, you don't have to do yellow face, quote unquote. You can just get an Asian actor to portray the role. If, if that was a major tenet of Issue. the show for, for, I mean, you know, the movie for you guys, uh, it, it didn't matter to me. Um, but, uh, I will say this, what is odd to me is watching people that didn't like The Dark Knight like this movie. Because mm-hmm. it does so much of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And I really think it just comes down to if you like the actor and the role more. Because it's really the same kind of stuff that um people don't really have to consider. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, for example, uh, actually, I don't want to even get into spoiler territory. I just fuck it. Just, um, there's just certain things where it's like, well, this thing happened, um, in a dark night and it was, and some people were like, I don't buy it. And then it happened in this movie and it's not totally it's buy it. And it's like, I think it just depends on if you like certain actors and certain characters more than others yeah, such storylines things like that and also uh i i can't say i disagree with you 
when you said that the trailer didn't show too much. It showed yeah. major points, major, major, yeah. major points that if I hadn't have seen it, I'd have been like, oh, shit. But because right. I seen it, I was like, oh, okay. And the thing is, the trailer before this sold me. Yeah. Like, really, the- you didn't need to do this. Like, matter of fact, the best trailer for this movie was the one with uh the dark one. Like, yes. honestly, the one where they showed his house getting blown up and they show him at the bottom of the ocean and then they show him carrying his suit. That was it for me. You could have showed that one over and over again and I'd have still watched it. Yeah, because you're like, how did he get this low? What happened? I want to find out, you know, but then the next one they're showing the glowing people and shit. And if you know anything about Iron Man, you know what that means. See, um, I don't, but but it's still yeah. it takes it away. And then you know, if you've seen the trailers, you see his suits pop up and all that shit. And you're yeah, like, yeah, there's 47 oh, suits. Yes, and they're showing and, all of them landing and, in a shipping yard and and stuff. And, you're and like, that's a major point. Yeah, for those like of you why are we showing movie, this? It's really really major. It's supposed to be like like a turning point, and you're like, oh, I seen that shit. Right. So, um, anyway, I I I, I didn't like uh, that trailer uh, specifically, and. I kept trying to avoid it, but watching the playoffs, they were playing the the one with the glowing people like every fucking two minutes. Yeah, like, and also it's it was like let's turn I, like I literally started changing the channel or turning my head when Iron Man trailers came on me because too. I couldn't take it anymore because I felt like they were fucking the movie up. So me too, and also I think too that it depends on what trailer you see. Like, you know, because you watch, like, the NBA Finals and all that stuff, so they pump certain trailers. And, like, if you watch a TNT and other shit, they're going to pump a different, sometimes a different trailer, depending on what audience they're trying to capture. Right. Yeah. Um. All right. So that is the uh, voicemails. We got a couple emails. Speaking of the devil, Howard Smith wrote in again. <laughs> clearing up my last letter. Hey, Ron and Karen, love this past week's shows and the hilarity that ensued. The Tuesday episodes make me want to watch Them Thrones even more. Anyway, in reference to my last letter, I wanted to clear up a few things. One, I mentioned the Captain save a issue because usually when I explain my moral compass to people about females, I usually get the, you just trying to be a Captain save a I just wanted to be sure. Okay. So, well, that is kind of what you got called by uh, Miss Crystal, and I couldn't. I didn't hear it, but she heard whatever. I don't know. Number two, my friend and I sat down to discuss said issues about my apparently improving thoughts on feminism. He says it wasn't that I hated those ain't shit niggas for dating my cousin. It was because I was doing it mostly out of bitterness from my past to having dudes who look and act like gangbangers of having dudes. He has a, what do you mean having dudes? Huh? You're straight. I don't, of having dudes who look and act like oh you mean your cousins had dudes that look and act like game bangers I'm, I'm under that assumption that's what he means yeah okay he has a point in retrospect considering that my cousin that's more like a sister to me is expecting a child with a guy that son would consider more ratchet than her, the last boyfriend but he proved us all wrong and he ha- and he has not only pledged to raise the child with her but he's even working his two jobs to prepare for the child and even still wants to marry her. I was wrong. I was a snob. I apologize. Well, that's good, man. I'm glad he proved you wrong. Number three, in terms of my awkwardness with women, I finally had a realization about why it is. I'm too PC with my taste in women. What I mean is in terms of the kind of women I want to be in a relationship with is really only one kind of woman, a dark skinned black woman. 
why that, that that's, that's pc that's a wide genre and what does pc mean it's <laughs> politically of, correct what is oh yeah what is politically correct about wanting to date a dark-skinned black woman and nothing wrong with that is girl i just you know i want i, I want to you, want, you, you 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 ain't light-skinned with that good hair you you know you you you're not politically correct so i'm, I'm gonna go with you. <laughs> you you know you got that natural hair you know you're not as acceptance i I don't understand this pc oh, concept because yeah. you know what like both said women like everything Right. Well, I just don't know what that means. Honestly, politically correct is equals a dark skinned black woman. How? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that I hate white women. It's that I'm better off as well. I'm better off as their well-spoken black friend than their man. If black men want to date white women, go ahead. I'm more comfortable with black women because I can wrap my mind around the psychological makeup of one. I was raised by them, so nothing shocks me. You know what I mean, Rod? Up top, LOL. Uh, <laughs> I do, I, like, literally do not know what you mean. <laughs> like, I'm, not even try, I'm not even trying to be a dick. I do not understand what the point you're making. <laughs> oh, man. In case you're wondering, I don't hate light-skinned women. They are as black as me or you. Hell, I find Amber P a black, sexy, geeky, and mental, cute, and ambrosial. Well, there you go, MP. You got you another admirer. Uh, don't say I never did nothing for you. And seriously, though, I noticed that at least on college campuses, white guys are dating a lot more black women. And it warms my heart because every time a black woman thinks of herself and bravely says, I will date a white man slash non-black man, a Nazi war criminal dies or gets arrested. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I won't lie though. Every time I do see uh, an interracial couple, I smile a little bit. I do too. I get excited. I, I like. Really, I hope that works out, man. I really, really do. Mean, meanwhile, they could be doing some Chris Brown, Rihanna shit. I have no fucking idea. Me either. But in my heart of hearts, I see that shit and I go, "Good." People need Good to get over him. that shit. Ain't that the truth? Especially downhill. Yeah. Only thing I don't like is interracial couples stay ice grilling me when I'm out eating and shit, judging me for having a black wife, and I'm tired of that. Oh Lord. It's all awkward and shit. They're like, look at him with his black wife. And I'm like, stop interracial couples. <laughs> I know. I think you mean reverse, sir. I yeah. Think you mean reverse. You no, know, I walk down the street and they're like, mm, who does he think he is with a black woman? I said, listen, black man, white woman, Asian person, whoever. I, I'm just trying to be politically correct. Okay. With my woman. <laughs> I need a politically correct dark skinned black woman. Okay. In fact, my buddy Glenn, a white guy in his late twenties, Looks at romance like Spock from Star Trek as just as just our minds playing tricks on us, but has a habit of breaking his stoic st- stake of indifference towards outwardly showing attraction to women, typically only towards black women. The hilarious part is that he doesn't get that his explanation that he's grown bored of white women doesn't stop the running joke amongst me, his friends and his father that he's down with the swirl. Uh, in closing, I realized my ideal woman. So now I have the confidence outside for taking, talking to women and in a way, confidence in itself. Peace, brothers and sisters, black to the obsidian power. Howard Tyrone Smith, the second. All right, man. Sweetie. I'm telling you the truth. I'm just as confused as I was (laughs) before you started. Nothing personal, my brother. Nothing personal at all. You want a PC woman? We, you know, you don't want it too light. You don't want it too dark. Uh, I got, uh, you don't mind, <laughs> you know, people dating white women. You wouldn't date white women. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm confused, sweetie. I don't mean no harm. I, I'm just lost. Oh, man. That really was his, um, 
that that really was his um like explanation for last week and i am more confused <laughs> like yeah i mean it's, it's, uh, it's don't not, don't write in to explain it's, it's nothing personal or anything it's just the way that it's written i'm i i it's I don't, i'm not comprehending yeah i'm just you know hey man i'm just glad you got the confidence to approach these dark-skinned politically correct, correct sisters woman. uh you I know you understand what you want she, she out there you know i'm sorry about your boy glenn not understanding that he is down with the swirl. He in swirl denial. He need yes, to go yes, ahead and get up out of that. Yes, he does. Okay. Yes, he does. He's not into the Neapolitan. Mm-hmm. He's apparently into and, and I'm proud that of, chocolate on chocolate. Yeah, and I'm like you. I'm proud of the uh, other white women just dating the black men and the black mm-hmm. men just dating the white women. You know, yeah. shout out to y'all. Good, good for all of that. Okay. So uh, I think that that should cover everything you need to say next time too. So don't even worry about writing that next one. We we here now up yeah, top. Yeah, I we, we out of eye. Mm-hmm. So there's no need to even try to explain that any any further, Mm-mm. ever again. Positive Black TV from Tony. He says, "Hey Ron and Karen, what's up, you two? There are people wanting positive Black role models on television. That's so boring. All the positive Blacks I know in real life are the biggest buzzkill, and that's supposed to make for good entertainment. Here's an agenda to get behind." We need porn DVDs by mail in Mississippi. Not saying that I will, ah! not saying that I will order anything, but it's the principle. But really, I'm enjoying the show. Whenever I feel like I'm missing the old format, I hit them archives. Here's to the tip jar. Oh, and about sampling your own body juices. Let's, uh, cause we talked about, you know, a lot of people say, uh, women need to know how their vagina tastes and all this stuff. Like, you know how your own vagina tastes? It's a shame. And I said, well, nobody says that to dudes. No, like, they don't. And no, that's no dude's fancy. Like, no, I need to know don't. how my they, sperm tastes. And like, on top of that, for those, uh, you that watch the porns, when the dudes jizz on that woman's face, don't nobody come lick that shit off her face. It's just Well, me. sometimes they do, Karen. You just, oh, my bad. I, I hadn't seen that version. Yeah, my bad. Don't talk about what you don't know. Okay. My bad. I had went that It's called spitballing, Karen. It's oh, called spitballing. No, now you know too much. Next oh, time you yes, won't I just did. guess. My bad. I had went that far down the rabbit, mm, rabbit hole. Yeah. My bad. My Next bad. time you won't just guess. No. Oh, and about sampling your own body juices, let's, after a bad angle, let's say after a bad angle during a jack-off session, I have been humbled more than once. Anywho, I'm out. So he's tasted his own sperm because he took the wrong angle and jacking off. Listen, okay. Got that listen. power sperm went from your dick to your mouth. Right, listen, man. Okay, your aim excellent, sir. Right, one time, maybe. Right, one time, maybe. You, you said that shit happened more than more than once. Come on, man. You like taste of your own sperm, and there's nothing to be ashamed of. I'm not judging oh, no, you it's not. for that. Okay, if you like the taste of your own sperm, it's yours. It's your body that came from you. There's, there's no reason to be ashamed of that, but don't don't try to lie and tell me it's an accident, okay? All right, you, you fooled me once, shame on on you. <laughs> All right, you you over there making sperm sandwiches and shit. Do not try to put that on some old like uh, coincidences of the gods. That that you 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 like you like a little sperm cocktail. That's all. It's all right. It happens. Okay. Some people like that shit. Uh, and it's all your sperm, so, you know, I'm not calling you gay or anything, so don't try to say I am. Delfrano writes in, uh, take the pussy. You don't have to read this on your show or play it on the show, but if you want to read below, just want your opinion on it. 
sup rod and karen i was uploading some songs to one of my ipods to work out to came across this shit this did not go on to my uploads this song is hella unmotivated and gets no play by the dream killers considering all the controversy that one verse on rick ross's song caused what about this shit came out back in 91 or some shit my toya should know about this considering considering that the group is from houston who is the group it's just called take the pussy is no he put a link to the mp3 i guess i'll play it to a young lady like this and said bitch give me some ass get up off the pussy Going straight to the point, ain't we? We ain't fucking around. Oh, pussy the size of Bolivia? Yep. First of all, let me just start with this. There has never been a lyricist in rap of any worth that raps in this cadence. This is the cadence of niggas who can't rap cadence. Yes, it is. It was like. I was walking down the street, like struggling over every word and shit. Yes. So you know it's gonna be some ignorance, man. Like every two live crew song got niggas that rap just like this. What? Oh my god! Who the fuck made this song, man? Who made this rape it and rape 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 song? Like, are they sponsored by Reebok too? I guess so. Reebok cut them off years ago. That's why we ain't never heard of them. Good grief! Uh, I'm gotta play more of this because it's just so good. Say raping is a sin. Before my dick is teased, I go to the pen for 25 years or more. <gasps> They got dudes to literally get not one dude and it was like, hey man, we probably shouldn't do this song. Wow. This, this sounds I, I feel violated just kinda rapey. Yeah. No, nobody, nobody said nobody. There's no innuendo to no, it. There's no There's no hiding around. He he yeah. said he'd rather go to jail than have his dick get teased. They haven't even used a simile yet. I blame Delfrano. I feel like Delfrano wrote this because like honestly, ah, I don't see. That sounds like some bullshit. I'm googling. Right. I'm googling up take the pussy song and oh. Did you like, go to uh, YouTube? Yeah. I, okay, I'll check YouTube. What? Oh, what? Oh my God. 
Oh, I I looked it up on YouTube. The name of the group is Too Much Trouble. That is fucking literal as shit. And uh the song is called Take the Pussy. It's a video on YouTube and everything. Oh my god, are you serious? He just killed somebody because because she wouldn't have sex with him. That and that and they advocate that. That's a good that's good. About eight holes, now I'm an ace town rapist. Skin color don't matter to me. I'm not a racist. Bitches beware of TMT. Wait, hold, wait, no. What? What? Hold up. Did he just say he's an H town rapist? Skin color don't matter to me. I ain't a racist. So he'd rather oh, be. Oh, thing. He going after all the women. Honey, y'all better keep out. Y'all, he don't. Y'all no, don't no, no. Women. He doesn't mind you thinking of him as a rapist, Karen oh he wants you to know that he will rape any type of woman because well he will not be called he will not have his name sullied by being called a racist that is too far so his dick is not racist yeah so his raping dick is not racist apparently too much trouble often abbreviated as tmt is a now defunct rap group from houston texas the group produced three albums before disbanding in 1997 claiming the title the baby ghetto boys the group featured a dwarf bar none as their answer to the ghetto boys bushwick bill the difference being that bar none was white but slightly shorter than bushwick bill after the commercial success of rap a lot records group the ghetto boys and many other houston-based rap groups quickly emerged from the local underground scene and they were signed to the rap a lot record label in the early 1990s this movement formed a small allegiance among the rap label that became known as the Fifth War Circle. Amongst the many groups signed to the record label was a three-piece rap group, Too Much Trouble. Their first album, Bringing Hell on Earth, was the group's most effective and successful album to date. Although their featured content on the album was viewed by some as powerful, offensive, and disturbing, other listeners found the material cliched and redundant. It's hard to discern whether the album was intended to be self-parody or mindless exploitation of what was then a hugely profitable sub-genre of music. Nonetheless, the overall product was greater than the sum of its parts, and Bringing Hell on Earth is now a rare collectible classic from Rap-A-Lot Records' early history. Probably best remembered for their fairly vile track called Take the Pussy, extolling the virtues of rape and glorifying the sexual abuse of women. Things went sour for the group after 1992, many believing after losing some members, became they became unfocused, uninspired, and complacent. Oh, this was them focused, inspired, and, and non-complacent, by the way. Oh, shit. Their later albums are widely regarded as failures. Group members were Drunk D, Bar None, Nickel Nut, and Ghetto MC. Wow. And I bet you this shit playing and Reebok take their money. People say, well, they got the right to fuck you. Freedom of speech. This is what you do with it. Um, yeah, I'm not playing the rest of this shit. All right, man. Uh, we'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Tomorrow's guest, uh, 10 o'clock a.m. Sunday will be Victor Varnado. Yes. Um, a lot of people remember him from, uh, the last time he was here and, uh, and Karen won, um, one of her many tippies, yes. uh, with, uh, her he, Elmo p- yes. impersonation. He co with me. Mm hmm. He co won with her. Um, so yeah, we, we'll be back tomorrow with Victor. Um, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, and, uh, till next time. Love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.